when there are crises of whatever size, there are people who will run into the danger and up climb up the ladders and climb into the buildings to go find and help those who need it. Welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. On the show, it's my job to tease out the creative solutions my guests are coming up with to change the world through creativity, social action, and mindset. I also give you tips and techniques so you can do the same. This episode is brought to you by my class, Meditation for Busy People, where you'll learn how to relieve stress and discover clarity and joy in just five minutes a day. It's also brought to you by the Brain FM app and this podcast host, Podbean. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok and check out our shop for merch, music, and musings. The links are all in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Thank you for being here. Today is, of course, if you're listening to this on the day this episode comes out, September 11th. And every year on this date, I don't do an actual interview and I don't talk about what I normally talk about, which is creativity and leadership and communication. I always take the time to honor uh, September 9-11 and and sort of talk about it a little bit. And if you want to stick with me, uh, please do. So on September 11th, 2001, I was working out to a VHS tape and finished my Kathy Smith workout. If you know who I'm talking about. Welcome to your 40s and 50s and maybe even your 60s and 70s. And I finished the workout and Good Morning America was on or something like that. You know, when you turn off the VHS, the TV came back on. And I saw the plane hit Tower 2. And uh, I thought it was a movie. I thought, oh, wow, somebody's doing a, you know, a catastrophe movie and they're here to talk about it on Good Morning America. Like when you're promoting a movie, you go on to all the late night talk shows or the morning shows or whatever, and you talk about your movie and you do some human interest stuff around who you are and funny things that have happened. And I thought that's what was going on. And it was only later that I found out, no, no, they were within a few minutes. Somebody said, I, you know, we're watching this happen as as it's happening And, uh, of course, like the rest of the country and the rest of the world, uh, I was glued to my TV trying to figure out, trying to make sense of what the hell was going on. And uh, like so many people, it was unbelievable and left me shocked and uh, terribly afraid and and heartbroken that, that something like this had happened. And what was really weird, I remember after... Uh, after that day, all the planes stopped flying. And we, at the time, lived in just outside Washington, D.C., so there were no planes flying anywhere. And uh, when you when you walked, it, our, our house at the time backed out to a whole bunch of protected woodlands. And as I was walking my dog, I realized how quiet everything was. Everything was hushed. There was no noise from planes flying overhead because Andrews Air Force Base was right there. Uh, there was, uh, you know, flights coming in and out of Dulles and BWI. And uh, at that time, it was still called Washington National Airport. So normally, planes are flying overhead all the time. And it was just quiet. It was weirdly, perversely silent. I know that's the only way I can say it. 
and we all had a bunch of healing to do and trying to make sense of everything and and deal with the grief and all of that and i i remember it even to this day the stories started coming out especially from the twin towers and also the pentagon that uh people had run into help and it was so incredible to hear about that about obviously the the firefighters and the police and all of those people who you know they say watch the people who run in to save those look for the helpers and there were so many people who did that who ran in to save people to try and do something and i just recently read a story about a dog who was doing exactly that she was a service dog and she ran and saved hundreds of people from the towers just by being able to guide them back out and being able to guide the firefighters towards towards uh, the people who were still trapped or huddled, and so so many so many beings, so many people helped to try and and alleviate some of the suffering and to try and save people, and it just it boggles my brain that we that we all collectively went through it. And also that so many people who otherwise could have just stayed safe took their lives in their own hands and ran in to help, and and these service dogs also. And so I just want to take a moment to honor, to honor that, to sort of remember how many people risked themselves, risked their lives to help others, to to be there for those who were lost, who were trying to find their way out of the rubble, and did. And, and thanks to the people and mostly the dogs who were doing that. And it's uh, just incredible to me that, that so many people did try to help. And so many people do try to help. And, uh, and this brings me to this past Saturday where uh, I got this text going, we, there's a cat trapped in an AC unit not this past, I guess the day I'm recording it this past Saturday. Anyway, there's a cat trapped in an AC unit and has been trapped there for days. Can anyone help? And I was like, yeah, I can go see. And I thought the cat was like on top of an AC unit. No, he has been in the duct of the HVAC units uh, on the top, on the roof of a building for days. And no one's been able to get him out. And what the thinking is now is that he is trapped uh, behind some metal or something that he he literally can't get out, and so and he's been there for days, and I couldn't get to the roof when I was trying to to figure out it was too tall, our ladder was too small, and I couldn't get up there to see what was going on. A friend of the woman whose cat this is, he's climbed up and he uh, tried to figure out where the cat was. We could hear the cat meowing, but we could not get to the cat. Uh, and so now they have rescuers trying to figure out how to deal with the HVAC and how to get the cat out. The, today, the, the day that I am recording this is Tuesday, September 5th. And uh, I was there Saturday, September 2nd. And the cat has been in there for days and days and days. And it's just, you know, first of all, I'm so grateful to the rescuers who are trying to save this cat to help the cat you know, get out and to take the cat to the vet and to make sure that the cat gets the care he needs. And also to how many people care. It's really humbling how many people, when I posted about it, how many people talked to me and responded, said, oh, you know, is there anything we can do? And the rescuer who's working on it, John, shout out to you, who's working on it now, is uh, 
is trying to work with the people who know how to work the HVAC to get this cat out. And I still, I don't know. And maybe next week I'll give an update for, for next week's episode. If I, if I end up hearing what happened with the cat, hopefully the cat is still alive. It's so hot right now that I, you know, and, and that, that those HVAC things are a box. So I don't know exactly whether or not the cat will survive. Uh, hopefully I'm, I'm so hopeful that they'll be able to get the cat out. But the point is that there are people, there are always people who care. There are always people who want to give of themselves, sometimes of, you know, their their money. They will donate money to help. This guy's a rescuer and he's out there. That's what he does. And people donate to him so that he can do this work. And he gets called when there's, there's a big story just now in the news. He helped a swan that was stuck in the sewer and he got the swan out. And now he's working on getting this kit, this cat out of the HVAC ducts. And I'm a small, tiny part of this. I, you know, I was, I was a body to be there and to find out what was going on, to sort of get the lay of the land. But I couldn't do very much because I couldn't get up to the roof. Now that the building is open, because it was a holiday weekend, right? Now that the building is open, hopefully they're able to do what needs to be done to help save this cat. But the point of this all is when there are crises of whatever size, there are people who will run into the danger and up, climb up the ladders and climb into the buildings to go find and help those who need it. And I just want to send out gratitude and love from my heart. I do a very tiny portion of that. I, I provide transport when there's an injured animal and I can provide transport. I do. Uh, Saturday, I, I felt very helpless, quite frankly, and it was awful. And I, w I, I went to the fire department and the fire department was like, we can't get into the building. We can't go up there and do this anything. They, they were not allowed. The city forbade them, I guess. I'm not sure about all of that. I don't know how any of that works. But uh, trying to get this done i'm sort of in this position of going well there's 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 only so much you can do and and we're stuck we're, we're stuck waiting for someone with permission to get in and to get this poor kitty out but at the same time there are so many people who are rooting for this cat and sending donations to the guy who's the rescuer and the guy himself and the hvac expert who's coming to help and all of these people who are trying to do the right thing on behalf of this cat and it is amazing to me how many people care and so i know people would walk by sometimes you you see that people will walk by uh, an animal that's hurting and uh, and then there are people who don't, who won't turn away, who won't who won't walk by. Instead, they they turn towards the danger. They turn towards whoever needs help, and they try to help. And I'm incredibly grateful that people like that are out there. Anyway, that's that's it. I just wanted to sort of honor September 11th, and also honor most especially. Um, you know, those who those who tragically died and also those who ran to help. And I hope that if if you're carrying a burden about that or if you're carrying a burden of any kind, that I hope that this lifts your burden a little. And that's it. I, I, I wish you well and I send you my love and I send you my gratitude for listening to this wacky little show time and time again. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg reminding you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.